0: I personally think the blowjobs are, like, an extremely delicate thing, you know? Like, if you're, if you're ranking them on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I'm blowing at kisses and 10 being I'm you know, choking on just semen, vomit everywhere. Let's stop dicking around here. Sucking a dong for the first time can be kind of intimidating. I mean, they're intense. The aggressive shape, the way they get rock hard, even the fact that they project cum. And all that's going on in the small space of your mouth... Like I said, can be aggressive. So for first timers, the idea of wrapping your chops around a cock is something that can make you feel apprehensive, to say the least. Nat Tanchich here, and in this episode, we're taking you back to basics with Blowjobs 101. We're going to tackle how to communicate with your partner so that you're in complete control when you're going down on a D, and give you some practical tips on how to slob on the knob like a pro, because fellatio should be fun for both givers and receivers. All right, so going back to what I was saying before, giving head to a penis owner is hard work. I actually don't think we give ourselves enough credit for doing it, because it's not the easiest sexual act that you can perform with your mouth, but it is like the most staple and often expected one. So why is it often the first one we try? Well, there are a few reasons why it's considered kind of a beginner's, a go-to, when it comes to the entire arsenal of sexual experiences. Sex therapist Dr Chris Fox says it's because people see giving head as a way to dip their toes into their first experience without actually having to commit to full penetration.
1: I think it's it's a, a first step. It's, it's like that second base type thing because it involves the genitals. And I think oral sex generally involves the genitals, but it's not full penetration. I mean, as, as a sex therapist, I promote the idea any any active penetration is an act of sex. But for a lot of people, they see oral sex, whether it's you know, the, 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 the classic blowjob on the penis as, as not being full sex, not being proper sex. It's not full penetrative sex, but it's more than just a little bit of fondling, shall we say.
0: And there is a lot of associated pressure along with it. And sex therapist Laura Miano reckons we can thank old mate porn for that.
2: Yeah, I think there's definitely a pressure. I mean, like porn and things like that. Yeah, there, there is this kind of pressure to do this certain act, but like it's not always something that someone enjoys. It always comes down to the individual. And I think communicating that and exploring that with the person that you're potentially going to give head to is really important. You can't ever really like assume that someone wants it. It's always kind of up to the individual.
0: Hold up, Laura just said that blowjobs are not something you can assume everyone likes. Which is interesting, because it is kind of polar opposite to all the messages we've been fed through pop culture all the years. That the ultimate end goal for dudes is to get a girl to go down on them. So what's with this social myth that all penis owners love getting head?
1: Well, Chris,
0: what's not to love?
1: For some penis owners, their glands, the knob of the penis is so sensitive that it's just not enjoyable. Um, And then other guys just, other penis owners just don't enjoy it full stop. Um, So, you know, I I think it's it's a social myth that, that every penis owner loves to get head. Um, A number of men I've spoken to, both research and in practice, you know, do not enjoy receiving oral sex at all. It does nothing for them. Right.
0: So how can you make sure that everyone is on the same page when it comes to fellatio? Well, I'm glad you asked, because we're going to get right into the practical tips, the step-by-step guide on how to polish the pole like a pro. And the first one is communication. Talk to your partner and check in. Especially if people have different experience and skill levels when it comes to gobbies.
1: It's about the communication because of course if both parties are new well you know it's about experimentation if one has more experience than the other it's about checking in with the person who's developing the skill and and learning Mm -hmm. um and in in a lot of cases it's also about you know the receiver checking in with the giver to make sure the giver's okay because it's the giver that's being penetrated it's the giver that's taking the risk it's the giver that that you know is well is is swallowing d so to speak So I I think, you know, it's a a two way relationship.
0: And Laura agrees. For a first time sucker, it really pays to let the receiver know.
2: If you're feeling anxious, you're feeling nervous, just say like, hey, I'm new to this. I really want to pleasure you. Can you tell me how you like it? What would you like me to do? Because, you know, I really want to please you. Yeah,
0: it's as simple as asking someone what they like. And now you've had that sexy dick sucking dialogue, it's time to go diving.
2: Here's Laura's tip number two. Take it slow. You know, if it's your first time, you might be feeling really eager to do it perfect. And that might translate to just a really kind of fast up and down motion with lots of like hand movements. But I would say just take a deep breath, relax a little bit, move into it slowly, caress the penis and just kind of tune in to the person that is receiving Listen to their kind of verbal, nonverbal cues. Are they moaning? Are they kind of silent? Um, kind of downregulate a little bit and um, be a bit more perceptive. My other would be to work on the build up. So giving head is not just about the penis. There are a whole other kind of parts of the body that you can explore. So, you know, you could try touching the balls, you could uh, touch their inner thighs, kiss, lick their inner thighs, grab their waist, spend some time on parts that aren't just the penis um, because that's all going to really help that build up. Oh, yeah. Giving head isn't just the sandwich. It's the whole
0: picnic, baby. And this is also a good way to extend the experience both for the receiver and the giver who want to go for the long haul.
2: Yeah, I think both for the receiver and the giver, it's a good thing to break it up. You can spend some time on the penis, but then it's also nice, as I said before, explore those other areas. Um, sometimes for the receiver, it can it can get a bit sensitive um, when there's kind of a lot of um, stimulation on, on like a certain area. So for both giver and receiver, take a little break, explore other areas. Perhaps you can... Kind of rub over the the head of the penis for a little bit just gently while you like with your mouth you pay some attention to their balls or their inner thigh um you can also just even just take it take a break from touching the penis and and just really branch out like you know if you're just spending the whole time on the one area that it can get a bit boring maybe i think just explore so let's chat stis
0: What are the ones we need to know about when giving head?
1: Chlamydia, herpes type 1 and type 2, herpes simplex type 1 and type 2, um, remembering that a lot of people already have the herpes simplex virus, so cold sores. If you've got a cold sore on your mouth, people, please do not perform oral sex on anyone and do not kiss anyone if you've got an open cold sore on your mouth um, are the, the the two big risk factors with oral sex. But of course, gonorrhea is a risk factor as well. Um, there's no known transmission of HIV through oral sex, though.
0: And how do we protect ourselves? Say it with me. Use a condom
1: a lot of people shy away from condoms and i find it an interesting conversation to have with people because they say condoms you know i lose sensation yet you know and i often say this to penis owners go home put a condom on your penis and get a pin and prick your penis and (laughs) i'm pretty sure it will still hurt so please don't try to tell me it takes away a great amount of sensation The other side with condoms though, is that they don't taste nice. The spermicide and lubricants they use on condoms aren't conducive to oral sex either necessarily. Mm. So, you know, but but I mean, that is the safest thing. Some of the research that has come out, um, and it's it's from um, Melbourne researchers around um, oral chlamydia, um, is gargling with an alcohol-based throat gargle Um, post-oral sex will minimise risk of infection with chlamydia of the throat. Again, it's no guarantee that it's going to stop the infection, but it will minimise the risk of infection. But again, you know, the safest thing to do is to use a condom, and if it's not on, maybe it's not on.
0: Yeah, so if the person you're with is trying to negotiate their way out of using a condom, you might want to negotiate your way out of sucking that dick. We've just heard some quality advice on how to get the most out of a blowjob, but let's talk about some of the hang-ups, because there are a few. Firstly, the age-old question is what to do with the cum. Spit, swallow or gargle?
1: This is a conversation I encourage people to have up front, and I think it's part of that that consent negotiation process about, you know, give me head, how do you, you know, what am I going to do with your, your ejaculate babe? Um, you know, not everybody likes the taste and of course every, every penis owners ejaculate is, tastes differently and will taste differently depending on time of day, day of week, what's, what, what the penis owner has been eating, any number of factors will affect the taste of ejaculate. To expect somebody to take ejaculate in their mouth or even on their body. I think is is an unfair expectation and it's something that needs to be discussed. And I think it's, 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 you know, okay to say, hey, look, happy to give your head, not happy to swallow. Happy to give your head, please don't, don't come in my mouth. And equally so, uh, look, uh, what do you want me to do when I'm going to come? Where do you want me to ejaculate? I, I think that that's quite a valid question to have in any sexual um, encounter about any sexual act.
0: Secondly, teeth look, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, because some people actually mm, like a little bit of al dente action, Uh, but it's definitely something you want to talk to your partner about beforehand. But for most, it can be painful in a really sensitive spot, but they are in your mouth, so kind of unavoidable. So how do you minimise contact with teeth?
1: It's that idea of stretching the lips up over or around the teeth, so your teeth are covered, but then of course you need to be be salivating you need to have saliva some form of lubrication to help movement happen as well so i would recommend teeth i i think teeth could be a little bit painful and could be a bit of a penile deflator um for a lot of penis owners be careful And use your lips to cover them. That's the big message.
0: So Dr. Chris mentioned lube here, which is key to giving someone a good blowy. Some people love a really sloppy blowjob, but sometimes you don't have the saliva in there to get it on, you know? So lube's probably a good idea.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any lube really that is flavoured, that's going to be great, especially for givers who perhaps don't like the taste of a penis. Um, That could be a really great alternative.
0: To quote Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid, Darling, it's better, down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Now the next and biggest concern for most people going down on a D is gagging. It is a really uncomfortable reality for anyone trying to fit a penis in your mouth, especially if you're trying to deep throat. And Laura's advice on that is
2: don't try it straight away. First, you're going to release your throat tension. Just try and relax because if you're tense, your throat muscles are going to be more tense and that gag reflex is probably going to come on uh, like more so than it would if you have more of a relaxed kind of throat, relaxed relaxation in your body. Um, So definitely relax and also take it slow. Uh, We see in porn, there's like these images of people just like going crazy on the penis but I think if you just take it slow work work it in there in a nice gentle motion that is how a deep throat is in my opinion it's gonna it's gonna happen more so
1: just start off focusing on, on the the first third of the penis don't try to deep throat it because sense a skill up to itself um you know just focus on the glands in the first few centimeters of the shaft
0: Okay, if you're listening and you're a receiver, this is where I need you to listen up. Because gagging can be caused by your actions, especially the temptation to grab the back of the head and push in. I know it can feel really hot, skull fucking that is, but it can actually hurt your partner. So do not pull your partner's head into your cock, unless you've really, really discussed it beforehand
1: you're receiving and and it's the giver's first time or the givers new experience, keep your hands away from their, their cranial head. You know, again, if it, it it's not nice to have your mouth necessarily being forced out on something when you're unsure what what's going on. And of course, if you're unsure, you're nervous. So your throat muscles are likely to be more tense and it's it's going to be harder to, to actually take deep deeper into your throat. So I think again, both giver and receiver need to be considerate of each other in the process and and um, yeah, work together.
2: I think as well, like when you're um, tense, like you said, Chris, if someone's <laughs> tense, their throat muscles are tense, they're probably more likely to have a gag reflex. And then the giver might, you know, not be able to actually take as much of a penis in their mouth because they're gagging. So potentially the person that's putting their hand on the uh, the giver's head might actually be doing a disservice. Right. So it's time to get the giver
0: into the driver's seat if you're giving head. And this is all about positioning yourself so you're in
2: control. So get on top, literally. If the receiver is lying down, the giver is on top of them, they have like more control. Whereas other positions like the giver is kind of, um, you know, like perhaps like sitting down with their head up and the receiver is like, you know, penetrating them and like they've got that control in their hips. I think that is kind of putting the the giver into a more of a vulnerable position. Any position that kind of um, gives the, the giver control, that's kind of the most important.
0: But it's also up to the receiver to be aware and respectful of this power dynamic.
1: I always talk to my penis owners um, about how yeah, a blowjob is inherently a powerful act to receive because no matter what position they're in, they're in the dominant position. And so I think it's being aware of what you are doing with your hands, where you're placing them, what force, what you're doing with your hips, how you're thrusting. And again, communicate, you know, being observant about what's happening in the scenario, not blindly closing your eyes, lowering back or lying back, putting your hands behind your heads and then just thrusting, you know, your penis down somebody's throat, even if they are on top, being respectful and being aware of what's happening in the encounter, because it it really is quite a powerful thing. Um and I also think it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to both give and receive oral sex, whether you're a penis owner or a vulgar owner, um, and to enjoy it and make it fun.
0: It is a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be a chore for givers and it shouldn't be intimidating if you talk about it with your lover like, at a bare minimum, you shouldn't be worrying about being sick on a dick because of that pesky gag reflex. As long as you respect each other and are on the same page with how hard you want to go, it will be such a fun experience. And receiver, while I've got you, uh, let's talk about prepping the area so that it's nice for somebody to put it into their mouth. And I'm talking about making sure that you're washed and clean down there. Get that dick cheese out, get under your foreskin if you have one, and just... Make it a nice place to be, okay? Hope this episode has helped my schlong scholars, cum-guzzling gremlins and knob goblins. <laughs> now you're all set to give and receive the best blowjob of your lives. And as always, if you have a question, love or sex dilemma, hit us on Instagram at triplejthehookup or email thehookup at abc.net.au. Nothing's off limits. Catch you next time.